everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your ho- hosts. I was going to say your hearts. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's your hosts, Ariel and Raylene. Hello. Yola. Damn it. I was going to say Yola again. <laughs> Yola. I haven't uh, failed an intro in a while, and you know what? Let's keep it. We're not yeah. going to re-record that one. Nah. This is an authentic podcast <laughs> with authentic people and authentic opinions. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Anyways, that's all for today. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> oh, okay, man. okay, 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 okay. We're here, we're here, we're here. And uh, what can I say? I was wearing a different dress like oh. 10 minutes ago. And then I re- remembered it was the dress I wore in last week's episode. <gasps> I was like, damn it, I gotta go up. Or people are gonna think that I'm wearing the same. Or they're gonna think I'm an outfit repeater, which yeah. I am an outfit repeater, but... <laughs> It's 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 different when it's your job, right? And yeah. also, like, if it was just spread out two episodes apart or something, that'd it's be true. fine. But like, it's kind of nice visually when you look at the episodes and you see the different outfits. Like, you're like, oh yeah, that was that episode or whatever. I was like, yeah. I gotta go change. That's true. I know. Sometimes I have to like look back through the episodes to be like, okay, can I wear this shirt again? Oh yeah, it's been like a month. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you why'd you choose that shirt today (laughs) um i honestly i was i said to kyle what should i wear and he said pick something from the left side of your closet and so i picked oh yeah that's actually cool yeah actually that is a kind of a weird reason (laughs) that's really funny i couldn't decide so i just did that when you can't decide make someone else decide for you that's Mm. what i always say (laughs) so freaking true man (laughs) Uh, that's why i always get you to pick my books for me i have no decision making skills (laughs) (laughs) i feel that i should update people on some stuff Mm. uh because last week's episode i started with some kind of sad news about my dog and the truth is i don't have a good update he's still really sick um it's depressing it's rough i keep crying a lot but listen i i bring that up not for pity not for anything but Mm. just to say that like i get it i just get it like friends have dogs and animals that get sick and it's sad and here it's my turn and soon it will be someone else's turn yeah. we're all in this horrible hell to everyone together. that's the sad thing about having pets is you it's so freaking joyful to have them but yeah it always has to come to an end at some point and it sucks which i have been having i think i talked about this last week maybe but i've been having a whole existential time about it i'm like oh. should we even own pets because <gasps> i'm like this is so sad i don't actually <laughs> think that i can go through this again and i have mm. to because i have two other animals yeah. i have eddie yeah. and max like another dog and a cat and they're eventually going to pass away and like i'm not saying doug is definitely going to pass away right now but he it's not looking good and so i'm like this is going to keep happening for the next few years because they're all older mm-hmm. uh this is going to keep happening. I'm like, do I actually want to sign up for this again? Because my I <laughs> yeah, have rough. dreamt for a really long time of having a cat. Mm. I've always wanted to have a cat. And I had cats when I was a kid. Um, and then all of them ran away, <laughs> which is really sad. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think my parents told me they ran away. Probably, uh, you know, they got eaten or killed by a car or something yes. horrible happened yeah, to them. But happens. in my brain, I was like, oh, they're just on an adventure. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, if you don't know that they, they've died, it's a little bit easier to yeah, swallow. Yeah, it's kind of it's different, right? But um, I'm like, do I want to sign up for this? So I've been having literally giant debates with my boyfriend about like the nature of, of life and death and, <laughs> and, and literally like interrogating the concept of, is it better? to have loved and lost 
to then never to have loved it oh all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm well, like, I say I'm yes. Like, I say yes. Ariel, <laughs> it is worth it. <laughs> Don't give up hope. I, I also, like, this is different, but like, it's also freaked me out even more about having children. Mm. I'm like, imagine, I, I, I can't even imagine it's having like a kid and they the get It's the scariest sick. idea. Yeah. <laughs> It's the scariest thing I've ever heard of. I don't think I... I know I could handle it, but I just mean like, I don't wow. think I can handle it. I don't know if I want to handle it. It's yeah. just like, wow. Anyway, this is a very existential time is happening over here. Yeah. And ev- to everyone who has pets, I'm smooching them all on their head. And I'm sorry that this is a bit of a downer for the beginning of these episodes, but it's just life. We're no, recording good. our lives secretly exactly. on these podcasts, yeah. right? And it's just what's happening. The yeah. other good, the good news is I don't have rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. And did you ever find out what color blood is? <laughs> no, you know what? I didn't look that up. I should have. Because um, I also hear blood, like, becomes a different color when it becomes oxygenated. I oh. I, don't, I don't know how deeply I want to look at it. I don't know if I want to have <laughs> blood facts in my head because I, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. No. Um, You'll always bring it out at but, parties and stuff. Nobody needs that. Yeah. So I think I've mentioned before on the podcast that uh, I was diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. The cool one. Uh, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. All the cool kids have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. That's what I've heard. Uh, when I was 12. 22 and i was diagnosed with just general hypermobility when mm. i was 12 so it's like kind of it's just been a thing that i've always had and it just means that all my joints are falling apart but i didn't think it was rheumatoid arthritis and then i got mm. a new joint hurting i talked to a nurse practitioner she was like i'm nervous you have rheumatoid arthritis mm. i was like don't say that to me <laughs> what are you talking about she's like we should really get this checked immediately i was like great <laughs> I love turning 30. Um, it's so fun. Yeah, I'm like, this is so cool. Um, and my markers are elevated for it, but not in the zone of I have it. So mm. I think basically I'm going to I'm gonna be calling with the nurse again in like a week or something. I'm, I still haven't got my x-ray back. Oh. But um, basically it was like I got a thing that was like, you, you're, you don't, it's, this is not an emergency. This is mm. an important, like, because it's all done through this online portal because I don't have a family doctor. So it was just like, you have an update. And I went in, it was like, your markers are good. There's no need for a follow-up. Yeah. So now I just have to wait for the x-ray and then I'll do a follow-up. But I have a feeling I'm basically just going to have to check every few years if my markers have yeah. gone up again. Yeah. But anyways, that's a big relief. So that's a relief. My own medical woes are fine. I'm going to live to see another day and it's going to be not as painful a day as I thought it would be. And Doug is still here and hopefully we'll get better. But if not, I love that dog. So that's all I I can say. He's my favorite dog in the whole world. (laughs) Doug is the best dog in the whole world. Yeah. He's so cool. He's like a little uh, police chief. That's how I imagine <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, that's a good way to describe yeah. him. <laughs> right? He's always like brave he's in and, charge. and ready. Yeah. He's in charge and he's like, hey, how are you doing over here? And you're like, I'm good. He's like, okay. And then he goes to the next room. He's like, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. He's like, okay, awesome. Yeah. And he's like on patrol all the time. That's he's very true. brave. Yeah. Um, he saved his brother a lot. It's such a weird thing with dogs. Like, little dogs are usually braver than big dogs. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just, like, big dogs are often actually more scared of stuff than Mm -hmm. little dogs are. And so there's been, like, three different occasions where Eddie has gotten attacked by another big dog. And it's Doug who has saved the day. Like, he goes in, like, you're not going to mess with my brother. And starts just, like, and then, uh, yeah, my mom has all these stories of Doug, like, saving the day. So. 
That's so sweet. He's the best, and I just want him to be okay. Anyways, God, yeah. this is a bummer. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I've been up to. Yeah, Nothing that please. exciting, but I think you'll be Pivot happy to us hear this. away from this. So, <laughs> yes, you. I'll tell you all about what I did yesterday. It's, like, cool. not that exciting. But Kyle and I went swimming. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Where? Yeah, at a when? swimming pool. Just like, okay. Oh, wow. Here's how it yeah. all happened. Why? It couldn't have been outside. <clears throat> it's freaking February. <laughs> it's very cold, very cold. But no, um, a couple of days ago, Kyle just randomly said, I kind of feel like swimming. And I was like, are you, are you serious? Because I love swimming. Like, don't mess around with me if you don't want to go swimming. And he's like, no, let's go swimming. Let's just go tomorrow. And so yesterday this we went not swimming. not time for jokes. No, exactly. Okay, yeah. I was like, I really, really love swimming. Like, I could swim every day and be happy. Like, it's my favorite yeah, way to exercise. Yeah. I love the water. Um, we're both water signs. I'm a Scorpio. He's a Pisces. So we just were meant to be in water. Um, what is but, Libra? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think... There's a third water sign. I don't know which what what it is, but it can't be Libra. That would be crazy. Libra. <laughs> that would be sign. really cool. Element seventh zodiac. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> We've opened up a can of worms here. Oh, air. It's air. Mm. Do you know what that means? Is that good? Did I have I get no a good idea. One? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I just know that I like water. So. <laughs> I, I agree with mine. Um, gotcha, but yeah, gotcha. so we, ha since we moved here, we haven't really explored the town very much as much as yeah. I would like. We've this kind of hard. had a more yeah. chill year of just like living in our house. But anyway, so I was like, we should see if there's like a swimming pool around here. And um, recently on the walk, we actually discovered an outdoor swimming pool and we were like, well, that's cool. interesting. Cool. We'll have to look into that in the summertime. But there is a big leisure center that just has like oh. an indoor pool with two hot tubs and a like a lazy river, a sauna, a steam what? room. It's got everything you could want it's got How a little far cafe from your house? oh it's like a two minute drive it's so close That's like i could we really could walk there. i'm so jealous yeah it's That's so it's incredible cool. so we went wow and we were like okay let's just check this out we'll just show up around like five o'clock you know it might be not that busy because it's dinner time and so we show up the person asks us like oh do you have an account here and we were like no and so she made us like sign up and then she said okay have a good time and we were like huh we didn't have to pay. We just didn't question it. And we just went in. So we're not sure what the situation is. We don't know if it's just free, free. every Sunday evening or if yesterday was okay, just a really yeah. lucky day. Um, but right. we're going to try again awesome. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to go and see what yeah. happens. Um, and so then we went in and um, I had to pay $2 for a locker. And I was like, okay, it was free. So $2 is a little steep, but it's worth it. But then Did after the we were done swimming, I got it back. Hell yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe so it. It was sick. too good to be true. So <laughs> was it the ones where you put it in and then you twist a little key and the key comes out? Yeah, I had to like twist a key, but also lift up like a locking mechanism oh, to I kind of like, like, like I had to do both at the same time. Yeah. And then it, it released the key. And then when That's I came so back, cool. I, I turned the key and I got kind of scared because it wouldn't open. I was like, uh oh, mm. but then I realized I had to <laughs> lift the locking mechanism. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then the, the coin just like popped back out into a little, yeah. little thing. So so all neat. in all, it was very good. It was nice to like get some exercise, but also just to yeah. swim. I haven't gone swimming since the summertime. I, I only went yeah. swimming once in the summertime too, and it was in a lake, which was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, I love swimming. That is awesome. But I just always forget to do it. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm just glad it was free because normally it would be like thirteen dollars for us to both swim each time at this pool. So that's I hope expensive. I hope it's free every time, or maybe we'll that's we can sign I, up for something. That's I why know. I love my local pool because if you recall, it's two dollars a swim, that's so and good. I'm just like that is so insanely worth it. Like 
It's, it's, it's insane that that is a thing. Yeah. But, like, it's a community pool in a rural community in the middle yeah. of nowhere. They're just happy get, for anyone to come swim. Yeah, they're like, you're here? Oh, my God. G- open the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your $2. Um, that's that sounds so neat. I'm so glad that you unlocked that. Because that's what it's like, right? It's like a video game where you're unlocking parts of the map you didn't yeah. realize you had or whatever. That's so cool. Exactly. And it was actually, the pool was very close to the parking lot where I roller skated for the first time. <gasps> so it's like everything's kind of connected i'm still on the hunt for a good roller skating spot although i guess while we're on the topic we also have been going for lots of walks lately and i just well we together discovered a park that has tennis courts and also pickleball courts the fences are locked and closed but the pickleball Mm -hmm. court has a very low fence so i'm thinking i could hop that fence and (laughs) roller skate in there because it looks smooth it looks really smooth in there so i haven't done it yet because it's been kind of rainy um but it's on it's on my docket for the spring i'm gonna go roller skate around those pickleball courts that's so sick yeah um kind of related to this connor very excitingly got a bonus at work this has never happened to connor before i've never also i've also never gotten i pretend i get a christmas bonus every year because (laughs) youtube pays creators more at christmas we have a better adsense thing and it's not because of us and they're not being nice it's just that uh, advertisers pay more during christmas because it's like the christmas rush or whatever and so we uh, youtubers just happen to make a bit more money during christmas so i always pretend i get a christmas bonus but i don't actually it's i'm doing the same amount of work or whatever (laughs) but connor this year got a christmas bonus and we were like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And he just found this out. It's like delayed or whatever, oh. but he just found this out like a week ago. Yeah. And then it just got confirmed uh, oh. yesterday or something. And we were talking in the car. We were like, what are you going to spend your bonus on? <laughs> and I was like, D- I really think you've got to like, A, remove the tax. B, put some money away from savings. Mm-hmm. C, he always donates 10% to charity. So like you, you do all that. But then you're going to have some money left over. And I really think you have to do something that's truly fun. Because that's Ooh, the point of a bonus. Totally. That's the point of a bonus. It's money you weren't relying on and you get to, like, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what could, what would you buy? And I, I, I don't know what I expected Connor to say, <laughs> but he said a kayak. And, <laughs> whoa, that is, I know that you guys don't know Connor at all, but that's the least Connor. I was like, What? He's like, what if I got a kayak and then while you were swimming, because Connor really (gasps) hates swimming, which is why I thought he wouldn't want a kayak. While you were swimming, I could kayak around you. And I was like, that sounds like my my dreams are coming true. (laughs) That sounds incredible. Weird, but perfect. I know. I was like, what color would it be? He's like, red. It would be red. I was like, yeah. Yeah, so now I really want him to get a red kayak. That's perfect. I I I want him to get a kayak, too. If he gets a kayak, send me a picture. (laughs) I will. I will. Honestly, this makes me want to get a kayak as well. Because there are lots of situations where, like, we could kayak together to a spot and then Mm -hmm. I swim. Or... Or we could or just, just both, kayak like around. right now, we yeah. could both go kayaking, even though it's February, so we probably wouldn't. But yeah. we could go kayaking we totally could. right now. You're not gonna; it's not gonna be cold. But I wouldn't be able to swim, so I'm like, maybe we should both buy kayaks. I love this dream. That's this really, is so cool. That's a good idea, and yeah, that's something we've talked about too. Like Kyle would really like kayaks, and I, I also would really like a kayak. It's funny; I actually right? kind of think of Connor when I think of kayaks, because remember when we came out and visited yes. you in BC, uh, Kyle yeah. and Connor and CJ were all like kayaking around and stuff while we were just laying on a on a dock we were just (laughs) laying on that dock that was a perfect moment yeah that was you know it it felt like something out of a ya novel (laughs) it 
did. <laughs> it was just like warm and happy and sunny and friendshipy and yeah. beautiful. It was awesome. Yeah. No, I really remember that. And, and that's what Connor said. He was like, I, because my dad was like, I told I told my dad about this. I was like, Connor wants to get a kayak. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad was like, Connor, have you done much kayaking before? And Connor was like, well, we did kayaking in Lake Country when we lived in BC. Yeah. And, he, and and my dad was like, oh, yeah, you're totally right. And he was like, I love doing that. That was really fun. And I was yeah. like, I didn't realize it made such a big impression on you. I love this. We That's should so definitely cute. do that. Because I feel like Connor and I have had a hard time. I don't I don't think actually I think you and Kyle aren't this way. But Connor and I have had a hard time finding like a sporty thing that we both like mm. to do together. I know that you like go on hikes together and, and different stuff like that. But it's like kind of been tricky. We never find something that we both like. Yeah. So I'm like the idea that we could both go kayaking or just like you kayak i swim yeah like, that's perfect so yeah kyle often wants to throw around a baseball and i'm like i don't really want to do that <laughs> i'm not really a big fan of that anymore <laughs> i'd rather swim so that's I awesome. oh, there was a time when i was when i was a kid my parents put us in baseball because my dad really likes baseball mm. and so like cj and i were in t-ball or something like oh we were kids um but then but then my dad and my mom joined a baseball team what i know so they were on like a co-ed adults like you oh know over 40 uh baseball team and it was so much fun like i remember they had so much i should encourage them to do that again that's cute I think that's yeah, there's something like that. there's something really nice about that idea just like a family going out and doing the same sport even if it's not all yeah. together <laughs> i don't know that's really wholesome. yeah i know god i really did have a wholesome childhood <laughs> I'm like, that's that's adorable <laughs> <laughs> it's saturday time for baseball everyone get your little shirts <laughs> all right let's uh let's talk about books baby we're gonna start with a book haul because i have books to haul and Raylene kind of doesn't, but she sort of does. So Yeah, I wanted um, to participate, so I, I made my own version of a book haul. Yeah. Raylene did the kindest thing, and it was just sort of a coincidence. You had slowly over the weeks and months collected some things to send me, and yeah. I think it just got to a tipping point, and then I got engaged, and you were like, okay, it's time to send it's this. It's time, yeah. And it was a coincidence in that like, I was having this last week is just insanely a rough week and mm -hmm. then i got this package from raylene and i was like i needed this <laughs> i'm so glad the timing worked out like that the timing worked out so well so there were a couple of goodies in the bag which were really cool including these handmade crocheted <laughs> little uh coasters that i'm obsessed with they're so perfect raylene yay um so loving those and i, I forgot to bring it down but a little but in bandana, I'll have to wear that in a future app. Yes. Oh my um, gosh, we should both wear our bandanas. It's a matching yeah. one to the one that I made that I showed in an earlier episode. So cute. So, so cute. I love it. And I, w I wore it for the rest of the day yesterday. Doesn't it feel and fun Connor to wear a bandana? I love it. It is fun. And Connor <laughs> just kept saying, you look so cute. And I was like, I know. I feel cute. I feel like I'm like cottage core. I feel like right you now. were born to wear that bandana. Like it, it it's just, so cute. it's just perfect for you. <laughs> it's so happy. And then there was also a little wax melting kit, which is so fun. Like oh, for yeah, stamping with stamp. letters and stuff. I love that. But of course there was also books. So I want to show the books that Raylene sent me. They're all awesome. There is a controversy, though, and I didn't know if I was going to tell you about this controversy, <laughs> but I've decided I will tell you about the controversy okay. because I think it's really funny. So the first one, uh, 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 they're in no order, but the first one I'll show is At the Altar, Matrimonial Tales by Lucy Maud Montgomery. <laughs> 
This is obviously so sweet because you guys know how much I love Lucy Mom Montgomery and Raylene, you said you bought this a few months ago and wanted to wait until I was engaged. Yes. Yeah. I found that and I was like, this is the perfect engagement present for Ariel. It's and so, so perfect. I've been hanging on to it. I don't even know how many months, but I've had it a long time now. <laughs> I think that's so funny because I had that cat ornament sitting in my shelf or my desk <laughs> yeah. for over a year. I was like, that's going to go to Raylene. Right. <laughs> I also bought that, that book like before I even knew that there was a possibility of you getting engaged. Like I just knew oh, it just... might happen. So I bought wow, it. Wow. <laughs> you felt it in your bones. Yeah. I love that. You wrote, Ariel, congrats on getting engaged. I found this book months ago and I'm so glad I can finally give it to you. Love Raylene 2024. Um, so people may not know Lucy Mom Montgomery was really prolific when it comes to short stories she wrote so many short stories mm. and they are all in a bunch of different bind ups I don't really understand if they're I've never seen like a full bind up of all her short stories or like collections of volumes yeah. or whatever they're all in like these are the orphan tales and these are the countryside tales okay. and these are and it's just like a little bit of a mess but I love this it's perfect so I really want to read this <laughs> Because uh, here I am getting married. Matrimonial tales. It's perfect. What are they doing? on the, They're being matrimonial on the cover here. <laughs> She's peeling an apple and he's hungry. <laughs> that's what they're doing. That's that's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> that's marriage for you. Uh, then she sent me fried green tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe by Fanny Flagg. This is really fun because I talked to Raylene about this book because... Mm. At our, was it our 100th episode? No. No. 150th? We did know. something. I forget what it was. For a special episode, we were, or Christmas or birthday or something. Yeah. We were like, let's buy each other books that have to do with the, um, with one of our past episodes. One of our past oh, 100 right. episodes. It was 200. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. Episode 200. 200. And so I had written a little short list of things, like memes, jokes, mm. inside jokes. And one of them was that we had this episode where we talked about, being in our 80s on a porch <laughs> reading together. This is yeah. like a dream we have. And so I was like, okay, what is a book about two old ladies on a porch? Yeah. And this was the only one that kind of came close to that. <laughs> yeah. But it seemed quite long and it wasn't exactly that. Like one of the right. characters is like 20 years, 30 years older than the other character. Yeah. So I was like, and eh, it's not perfect. And I ended up going with a different book. Yeah. But you then found this in a thrift shop i think and yeah we were like, i found two copies at a book sale yeah. and i was like do you still need this because we talked about it and boom yeah now we both own it it's perfect and i didn't realize until just now it's blurbed by harper lee oh wow harper Damn. lee says it's a richly comic poignant narrative I really think Perfect. that's going to be a good buddy read for us. I think it'll be very wholesome, a good thing to balance out the uh, clockwork orange vibes that we had God, going on. God, that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very scary. All right. And then the final book you gave me is There, There by Tommy Orange. Indeed. Mr. Orange. So this was a book that you read. Well, it wasn't recently anymore. No, but... it was a few years ago. It was... Yeah. Maybe 2021, actually, or 2022. And you really loved it. Yeah. Doesn't he have a new one that just came out? It's coming, coming out, out, I think, this month, actually. Wait, I pre-ordered that. I should look into that. Yeah. It might be showing up on my doorstep any day now. But yeah, oh, that's sick. he has a new book. I love that. So you gave this to me because you just think I would really enjoy it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a great book. Here's the controversy, Raylene. <laughs> Do you already have it? 
I, I asked you to it. send me all of your yellow books because the spine is yellow. Okay, well, I must have, though, because it was in the yellow spines. I didn't but see it. Here's <laughs> what's it. nuts, okay? Here's what's nuts, okay? I was flipping through my copy because I was like, I Did I know, send you that one, really, too? <laughs> do I not? There is a bookmark from Iron Dog Books, a bookshop I've only ever been to with you. <laughs> so we bought this together. <laughs> That's idiotic. <laughs> That shows you how short my time span memory is. <laughs> What's uh, funny, though, is my copy got the cover bent and ripped. Oh. I don't know how. It's um, funny because even though I scoured all the photos you sent me and didn't see it, I still in my heart felt like you already had that book. So I was so in funny. my heart, I was like, if she already has it, you could just give it to one of, your, you know, to Connor or to CJ or something, because I think they would also love it. Exactly. So I feel like this is going is still going to go. Yeah. Feel um, free to regift to, my copy. I kind of expected that that place. might happen. Yeah. But I also feel like this has really made me want to reread it. Like it's like a bit or not reread it, read it. Like mm. it's really given it a boost in my order. In yeah. My pecking this is order a sign. What Pick will it up. be read next? It feels like a sign. So I did want to let you know just because that's so funny <laughs> that we probably bought this book together yeah. six years ago or something. I was there, there with you. <laughs> That was bad. <laughs> That's the funniest thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> and thank you. Good night. Signing off. Ruben so out. Funny. Okay, I have one more book to haul. Ooh. And um, as you know, I work with Book of the Month on mm. my own YouTube channel yes. from time to time, and they send me books. And sometimes I get like really excited about the books and I want to mention them here as well. So this was sent to me, but they don't know that I'm mentioning it here. Um, and it is Good Material by Dolly Ooh, Alderton. I just started hearing about this, but I didn't. I don't know what it's about. I just saw that somewhere and was like, Dolly, what's this? So set adrift on a sea of heartbreak, Andy clings to the idea of solving the puzzle of his ruined relationship. Because if he can find the answer to that, then maybe Jen can find her way back to him. But Andy still has a lot to learn, not least his ex-girlfriend's side of the story. In the sharply funny and exquisitely relatable account of romantic disaster and friendship, Dolly Alderton offers up a love story with two endings, demonstrating once again why she is one of the most exciting writers today and the true voice of a generation. Well, I mean, okay, those were some big claims right at the end there. <laughs> really, but really big. isn't that interesting? It seems that there's two endings. That's cool. So it's kind of, that gives me, immediately reminds me of a Taylor Jenkins read book that's about like a woman's life that goes on two different paths and it just follows both different timelines to see what would have happened and you don't know which one's true or not and i feel like that could be kind of the vibe with that too like there's two possible endings but we you might not know exactly yeah that's really interesting to me so i tried reading another book by dolly alderton everything i know about love and mm. i really didn't enjoy it oh. i found it frustrating I, I own that one so that's yeah intriguing. i ended up dnfing that one I made it probably a third, mm. maybe halfway through it. Like I pushed through farther than I usually would. And I just in the end was like, you know what? I'm just not enjoying this one yeah. actually. And I don't, so I don't have it anymore, but I'm still, I'm still intrigued about Dolly Alderton. Cause I yeah. hear about her all of the yeah. time and this sounds cool. And I'll be honest, I love the cover. That's part That's of awesome. it. That is part of it. Um, so I'm curious, I'm curious about it. And I was excited that it was one of the ones I got sent this time. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just thought I'd mention that. All right, 
how about you you've got some stuff to talk about yes so i haven't hauled anything because i've been a superstar about not buying books i don't know how it's been happening for this long but hell yeah i've been doing a really good job and i'm proud of myself so i decided to do another tbr haul um mm. and all of the books that i've picked to kind of shout out today are all books off of my 24 in 24 tbr so this is a little cool. peek behind the curtain so you can see <laughs> some of the some of the things that i've been wanting to read so i'll start with a book that you actually gifted me this is on my list the last unicorn by peter s beagle this is one that you gave me like many yeah. years ago it's been a few years now since you gave this to me and every year i'm like i should read that i should read that and then it just never happens and yeah. that's like part of my goal to like read more fantasy last year i was supposed to read this this was supposed to be one oh, of the books okay. i read that was kind of in the back of my head so i've finally decided to actually put it on my tbr and cool. This one is so fun because I really don't know anything about it. All I know is that yeah. it's about a unicorn and there's a character named Schmendrick. <laughs> Every time I look at the back, I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> but this also is helpful towards my goal of reading um, like older books because this came out in the 60s, I think. So right. that's also partly why it's on there. Like my TBR is almost... 50-50, like books that were published before 2000 and books that were published after 2000. So okay, cool. if I read yeah. all of them, then my goal will be accomplished just naturally. Um, so then the next book that I've got is Jasper Jones by Craig Sylvie, which oh, is another yeah. book that I've been meaning to read for years. And this is by an Australian author. And it's kind of hailed as like an Australian um, To Kill a Mockingbird. It kind of has a similar oh. vibe, a similar storyline. And I... This is one that actually I started reading a few years ago and I just wasn't in the right mood for it. So I put it down after reading like, you know, 10 pages or whatever. And um, I've just been meaning to pick it up ever since. And actually, it's got a very cute bookmark in it because <laughs> I tried reading oh. it. Look at this. It's got sushi oh on it. Sushi. That's so cute. <laughs> I love that. I, I don't often start books and then put them down intending to pick them up again. But anytime I do, I always just leave a bookmark in there. So that's where all my bookmarks are. But yeah, so this one I'm very excited to read. And it's one of the few YA books I still have on my shelf. So... I think that'll be a fun, well, not fun, but it'll be a quick read probably. And yeah, then the last cool. book I wanted to shout out is A Honker. It is, oh to uh, to not To Kill a Mockingbird, The Wind Up Bird Chronicle by Haruki Different bird. Murakami. Different bird. Different bird. <laughs> so yeah, this is probably one of my most mashed potato books that I still Ooh. have going on. Like I've been cool. meaning to read this ever since Haruki Murakami really like came onto my radar as like an author that I was enjoying and wanting to read. And... I keep putting it off because it's long and I know it's going to be really dark. Like that's, that's all I know about it, but I'm still very excited to read it. I think, I think I'm really going to love it. I think it's going to be up there as one of my favorite Haruki Murakamis, but also because of that, there's so much pressure on it, which of course makes me scared to read it. Um, but yeah, so those are some of the books that I am hoping to read this year. Wish me luck. <laughs> that's cool though i'm uh i'm really curious what you think about the wind up bird con right it was the first um hurricane Kami that i tried to read yeah. i think i made it like it's like 650 pages right i think it's i made long, it like yeah. 350 pages in um yeah it's around 600 so basically in my undergrad at one point i realized <laughs> i feel like people don't realize this and they should <laughs> i realized that i was allowed to design my own courses Ooh. so people don't know that you're allowed to do self-directed courses if you have a 
project idea. Mm. You have a pitch. You have an actual plan. Like it's you can't lie and not do anything. Yeah. But if you have an actual plan, you can then go to a professor and say, "I want to do a self-directed course in this, and this is my plan." Mm. And if they sign off on it and agree to be your professor for that course, right. which is just a supervisor, you can just do self-directed courses. So I did two of them because I was like, I just have books I want to read and yeah. <laughs> I want to make YouTube videos instead of essays. And so. Um, one of the courses that I designed for myself was magical realism. Right. So this yes. was like, I was 19. So this was back when I was reading like a lot of A.S. King mm -hmm. and really enjoying that surrealist, magical realist thing. And I was like, okay, I also want to try 100 Years of Solitude. I also want to try, or no, was it? I think I did House of the Spirits. Yeah. yeah. House of the Spirits instead of 100 Years. I did House of the Spirits. I did one A.S. King book. I did that book, mm -hmm. Wind Up Bird Chronicle. And there was another one. And um, I had to stop reading it. First of all, it was too long. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, God, I only have a semester and I have five other classes and uh, blah, blah, right. blah. So I was like, this is way too much. But secondly, it was the most, like, there's a lot of um, war crimes in that book. Mm. And they're so scary, really. Like, yeah. it was really graphic. <laughs> that was the thing it was so graphic and i hadn't read anything that, like that before and mm. i was like not in the right headspace i was like moving on yeah no but I, i've always wanted to go back and yeah, finish like, it could so, you handle it now like is it that's the thing it was literally a decade ago so i'm very curious mm. now that okay. you're 29 what do you think about it should i go back and actually try that one out or not definitely well i will keep that in mind when i do eventually get to yeah i'm curious it. I'll keep you in the back I'm of I'm curious. Head. You you'll, you can message me when you're like, oh, I'm at the war crime part. And I'll be like, it's fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> <sighs> Spooky. Yeah. Okay, so let's transition into what we've actually read and what we're currently reading. So I'm going to start us off because I finished Letters <gasps> to Eugene by Hervé Goubert and Eugene Savitskaya. Hervé Goubert was a French writer and journalist and also a photographer. He passed away in 1991 of AIDS. Eugene Savitskaya is a Belgian writer still working today. My opinion on this book is basically what I had said to you last week. Mm. It was interesting. If you really like letters and you like poetry, I would give this a go. I think you'll find it interesting. If you think of the letters not as not just as correspondence between two people, but as like little poems in and of themselves, mm -hmm. I think it's actually an interesting project. However, if you don't like letters or you don't care about letters, and if you don't care about poetry, then I don't think you're going to enjoy this mm. because it didn't have a plot. It didn't have a story that it was moving towards. It didn't have a particular beginning, middle, or end. There was no through line. So it was a little bit uh, monotonous because you're like, this is very arbitrary. Like, kind of feel like I could read them in any order. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, it's also just not the greatest relationship. Basically, like I talked about last week, Hervé is like in love with Eugene. Yeah. And he, Eugene is not reciprocating this well. Like yeah. he's like not responding to Hervé's letters. And I found it really hard to read. Like it's just sad. It's just sad to read like yeah. a person who constantly is pouring his heart out to this other person. Right. Month after sometimes like six or seven months without Ooh, hearing from the other one. And then scary. Eugene will respond. I'm like, sorry, I didn't respond. And I'm like, oh my God, just break up with him. Just be yeah, like, oh my gosh. Actually, this is not um, going to work out. 
Another thing that I realized with this collection that was a little bit tricky was obviously it was, um, well, I, I say obviously, I forget if I mentioned it this time, the correspondence is between 1977 and 1987. So obviously there are other ways to communicate in this day and age. The yeah. 70s and the 80s were a phone heavy time. Hmm. And so there are a lot of m mentions in the letters of like that phone call. And I'm like, okay, so I'm actually missing a lot of the story. That's, yeah, that's true. You're missing a lot of context and stuff. I'm missing a lot of what's going on in between the letters. And so I didn't even feel like I was getting a full picture of what was going on. Right. Um, the first sentence of the book is a note on the present edition. Quote, no collection of correspondence apart from the letters to Eugene Savitskaya, if he wishes, and no interviews. Hervé Goubert wrote in the last line of his literary testament, November 3rd, 1991. So basically he was like, no one, you're not allowed to publish my letters and don't publish my interviews unless Eugene wants to publish those letters that I sent him. Yeah. So he did get full permission to publish these letters. I, I don't think that it's weird that he published them or anything. I I think it's a cool thing to have out there and I think it's cool to have like a queer relationship from the 70s yeah. kind of um, it just published and, and a, a, yeah, uh, accessible cool. and available. So yeah. that's cool in and of itself, but I just didn't love it. Um, I found it interesting. It's one of those books where I was like, if I was in university, I'm like, I'm sure I could write an essay about this thing. Yeah. <laughs> but again, do I want to reread it? No, I don't. I won't. Re I won't revisit this, you know? Yeah. Um, it was so sad. It made me sad, actually. I, I was like, I would like for them to get back. To, I would like for this to end well or for Hervé to, like, find the love of his life mm. or or something. And then I find out Hervé dies of AIDS. And I'm like, this is actually very in his 30s. Yeah. I'm like, this sucks. Ugh. This really sucks, actually. Um, also, one. OK, this is a tiny little nitpick. Mm. Tiny little nitpick. Bring it on. But if I can't say it here, where can I say it? The translator... Set, makes this decision yeah so she says the epistolary farewell presents an especially thorny challenge to the translator so basically like the way that you end a letter like cheers ariel mm. best wishes raylene like right. those those little phrases particularly elusive in french is the shapeshifter je t'embrasse word for word i'm embracing you a mm. frequent flyer in the correspondence between the two writers the verb embrasser encompasses both to kiss and to hug and depending on its context can swing from a warm but unromantic expression of affection between grandparents to a child perhaps or to a performative term of endearment between lovers in the majority of its appearances here i've chosen to leave it untouched in the french to let it radiate in its intricacies and ability to slip as the correspondence itself does between registers of friendship flirtation and etc so i'm like I don't, <laughs> I read that and then I was like, wait, you're deciding, you're the translator's deciding not to translate something. Yeah, she's like, I can't, just don't do it. I'm like, but that's literally the whole interesting thing about being a translator is you have to translate have the to untranslatable. Yeah. You have to interpret it for me because I, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I don't know what they mean by Chetimbras. And, and mm -hmm. you read the letter in the original French with its full context and meaning. Yeah. You're the one who I'm trusting 
to like end these letters with the correct vibe right, right. and if it just says je t'embrasse i'm like i don't know what that means yeah. exactly in this context especially so, if you didn't read that translator's note before reading the letters like you would just be like what is je t'embrasse you wouldn't know what it yeah. could mean you know <laughs> right so i obviously i'm glad if she was going to do that that she put the uh forward she yeah. did put it in the forward and she was like i'm not translating that but i read that and i was like that's weird <laughs> like, <laughs> how dare you okay well, hmm that's really interesting because i don't know what to make a, I don't know. I found that really interesting. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not bad. I'm just saying like yeah. I've never encountered a. Tra- I've read a lot. I read a lot of translated fiction. You and I read I a lot of thinking, translated fiction. I, I wonder. If I've that's never read else. a translated yeah. fiction book before where the translator was like, "I'm not going to translate that." <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." Um, okay. What are, did you finish anything this week? And if not, what are you reading? No, I haven't finished anything because I'm still reading A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, and it is quite long as i'm sure i've said before it's just it's like 500 pages just under 500 pages in this copy i have and i'm uh, about 150 Mm. pages in so i didn't read a ton over the past week but i i did read a bit and i'm enjoying it um yeah it's just like really long like it's the type of book where i'm like i'm really liking this i kind of feel like it could have and maybe should have been like 250 or 300 page book but i haven't read the whole thing yet so i you know i can't say that definitively but i do feel like it's i don't know it could be shorter i don't know how much of it is going to like i don't know how much of the main character's life we're going to see as of right now Mm. she's still a kid like she's 11 at the beginning of the book but it's kind of gone back it kind of flips back and forth in time a little bit so like i've gone to a part where it's like okay let's this is her when she's like six and she's just like going to school for the first time and so you'll get to see little glimpses like that so i'm like i don't know if it's going to go beyond her being 11 and like kind of go into her adult life but the fact that it's so long is making me think it might do that but which is good i like that um but we'll see so yeah i'm i'm definitely enjoying it but it is kind of like a slow read because you're just getting glimpses of this Mm. american family and kind of their struggles and um so it's yeah it's quite good but we'll we'll see how it goes i do feel like it could be um Definitely not like a new favorite, but I am really enjoying it still. So we'll see how it goes. But I, I can see myself possibly that like reading this for a few more weeks. So I might start something else to kind of jumpstart my reading a little bit. Because um, yeah. once again, I'm kind of like slogging behind a little bit. Even though I'm trying to read less books, I'm still like, you know, just barely scraping by to keep up with that goal of reading like around 50. <laughs> Yeah, and so I'm like, I I want to I want to speed along a little bit. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, this yeah. might become more it's of a fine balance. Yeah, interesting fine balance. Okay, so we'll see. We'll see. But that's it. That's all I got going on. The thing that I have started reading is Seven Empty Houses by Samantha Schweblin. So this is translated by Megan McDowell, and it is a collection of short stories. And I'm guessing there's seven stories, but. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven stories. Uh, I think that they're all about houses. Like, okay, okay, this is interesting though. It's, I I feel that a couple things are going on. Number one, I feel that the synopsis on the back is misleading because it seemed a little bit weirder on the back. It literally says, the seven houses in these seven stories are strange. A person is missing, or a truth, or a memory. Some rooms are enticing, some unmoored, others empty. But in Samantha Schweblin's tense, mind-bending tale, something always creeps back inside. A ghost, a fight, trespassers, blah, 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 blah. So I thought that there was going to be a little bit more weirdness going on. Yeah. 
It sounds like the more there just is, like there's just ideas inside the houses. <laughs> yeah, it's more like there's a lot of feelings inside. Yeah, of this yeah. House. Instead of actual things happening or. So the first story was great. It was about um, a, a kid and their mom, and they're on a drive looking at other people's houses because mm. clearly the mom wishes that she lived in a bigger house, yeah. and things kind of go wrong, and and they. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a mess, but nothing weird happened. Right. Like nothing supernatural happened. I was like, okay, no, that's fine. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Second story um, was really stressful. It was about this like divorced couple and their children and their grandparents and like this kind of family reunion that again, got really stressful and like really out of control. And yeah. It, it did end a little weird. Like that, what happened in the story wouldn't happen in real life, but it wasn't like, out of the question right it could happen i was like yeah okay <laughs> all right that story really i felt like ended randomly i was like mm. huh oh okay no problem. <laughs> all right. next story um what was the next story about oh the next story was my favorite actually it so far yeah it was about um neighbors and like mm. just an encounter a little conversation that these neighbors have and and they are kind of in a loop they keep having a similar conversation because of a a thing that has happened in their past and it yeah. was again it was very touching and it was very beautiful it was well written but it wasn't weird it was just a conversation between two neighbors i was like oh yeah now i'm halfway <laughs> through the book all right i'm almost, i'm halfway through the book and i'm like okay i'm enjoying it and i think these are good stories but i feel like the person who wrote the synopsis just literally lied in order to make the scene more enticing and there was a yeah. way to seem there was a way to make it enticing for what it actually is you didn't have to lie mm -hmm. you could have said like mundane stories about mundane people living mundane lives yeah like, and i would have been too. like huh cool yeah because that's what it actually is there's no the seven houses in these seven stories are strange disagree they're very normal <laughs> houses uh they're not strange at all so that's weird. Yeah, I wonder if they just did that because Samantha Shrublin's other books are quite strange. So I think they're yeah. maybe trying to like make it seem appealing to people who've read her other books. I guess is like Fever I'm Dream. I'm a little bit like really weird. Have you guys read this book? Yeah, Ooh, they're not that strange. Huh. <laughs> yeah, like check out a different book by her and you'll find strange, but not here. Yeah. So now I'm in the middle story, which is doing the thing that you literally talked about last time oh. when you re reviewed your short story collection mm -hmm. which is what made me pick up a short i was like yeah i should read a short story collection yeah. too this short story collect this short story that i'm on is like uh 90 pages long oh my god that's too long it's way that's too not long a short story <laughs> that's that could a be a whole separate book yeah like that could be its own little thing it's like over a third of the book <laughs> oh my gosh yeah in my collection which is uh lesser known monsters of the 21st century by kim Fu, most of the stories yeah. were like under 20 pages i would say i read it on my e-reader so it's hard to say but it was yeah all of them were short except for one like there was one that was maybe like 40 pages instead of 20 but all of them were yeah. really short do you can you see that part that i'm holding up that's <laughs> that the whole one story, story. Ah! that's one story is this entire and like i say it's over a third of the book i was gonna say the collection um, itself is very small and if that's seven stories that's it's uh, the book overall is 190 pages, mm. but then one of the stories is 90 pages. Holy so <laughs> it's very, it's interesting. So it's I'm not disliking it. I, I don't like when 
the marketing about a book lies to me it mm. bothers me yeah. that has nothing to do with samantha schweblin she didn't write that yeah she didn't decide how this book got to be promoted um and i'm enjoying her stories yeah but i'm not loving them yet and also i really don't like a super long story mm -hmm. in the middle of other short stories because it kind of disrupts the flow a little bit i don't does, feel like i'm yeah. reading a short story anymore but that's what i'm reading so cool. there you go everyone there's our reading update and now we're gonna go to the mail room So here we are in the mail room, and <laughs> um, I've got some comments from YouTube. Uh, okay. Line. Okay, so this comment here from Joe Dunno <laughs> says, Raylene's new haircut is such a sleigh. Now I think this is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny, considering I haven't Raylene, had a haircut in Raylene months. Raylene hasn't had a haircut. <laughs> you though i think was my hair just straightened it might have looked like i did something to it yeah it was just straight they were like oh my god you got a haircut and everything you're like i just straightened it that one time wow that's fun well thank you so much that makes me feel really good i know i, I thought you'd like that thank you salamalmahi says it's interesting how my reading life is aligning with raylene's <gasps> I'm slowly becoming an e-reader girly. Ooh. Plus, I'm reading a short story collection and I've added the collection she recommended to my kids. <gasps> oh my so, God, I love that. Wow. I know. This mail room is She's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, I also did get a couple of really nice comments about Doug and yes. I just wanted to say thank you and that, that that's really nice. And uh, I'll keep you updated on the situation as it unfolds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, what did you find, Ray? Okay, well, I've got a couple from our Patreon here first, and I thought this one was really cute. This one from comes from Tiana, who says, This podcast reminds me sometimes of the school days when I made an appointment with my best friend to study and we chatted about everything and nothing for hours and never came to the actual learning. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I yeah. think that's to say that we, um, we get sidetracked a lot, and um, I think that that's good. I think that's fun. I think it's good. Yeah. In fact, I think we should sidetrack more, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just go on tangents. Let's talk More about kayaks thing. for a while um god <laughs> this next one is here's from... the thing sorry i'm gonna i <laughs> Go actually i'm gonna do a tangent do. here <laughs> if connor gets a red kayak yeah well what color should you get what color should i get because my impulse would say it would be a purple kayak right but i actually would want our kayaks to look cool together they should match and also i it might be trickier to find a purple kayak i feel like that's not a common color for a kayak i'm not sure hmm that's something to think about I'll let you all know. Maybe you should get a red one too. <laughs> two red kayaks. It's kind of kind of boring, Start but it would band. look really striking. Yeah, two red kayaks. It would look really striking. <laughs> I saw some kayakers today. They looked really striking. <laughs> like I can just imagine you like as from top down view, like as like a book cover or something, like two red kayaks. No, it's it's so it's true. Striking. <laughs> it would uh, look cool. I when I bought hiking boots a couple of years ago, I really distinctly distinctly remember this memory because I went to the shop with my dad because my dad's like very outdoorsy mm -hmm. and I was obviously one his opinion. And so, anyways, I was trying on some boots, and I found a pair that I really loved, but I didn't like them 
like I didn't like them enough to buy them simply because they were comfortable. They were the color I wanted. Yeah. They were a great brand. They were everything was good. The price was good, but they didn't have red laces. Ooh. And I wanted red laces like wild. By I was just Cheryl thinking, Strait. yeah, that's very Cheryl Street. And vibe. I said that to my dad, and he was like, "Well, let's just ask the woman because yeah. there was a woman who was helping me try on shoes, right?" And my dad said he really, she really likes these shoes. Again, remember, I'm like. 24 <laughs> i'm an adult <laughs> but he's like she really likes those shoes but um she really wanted red laces and she was like oh that's fine we have we have backup laces i can give her red laces yeah. and she went to the back and she came back she's like here you go now will you buy them and i was like yeah <laughs> and then it's got free red laces that's i love awesome. that that just goes to show you know if you have a question ask it because yeah you might get an answer that you like exactly <laughs> well that was a fun tangent i'm glad that we did that okay <laughs> we actually took a tangent uh because of tiana thank you so much and then this next comment is from jen who had a kind of fun follow-up to my google slides situation that i talked about last week um she says if anyone else is interested in a private social media situation and you and your friends mm. all have iphones i highly recommend making a shared photo album on the photos app it's not as totally. multimedia as a, a google slide but you can add photos in there and caption them and then friends can like and comment on them which i didn't realize that's really cool mm. uh, i love it because i recently decided that I'm permanently done with Instagram and just being able to share nice moments from your day with friends makes it feel like when Instagram was still fun and relaxed. I agree with yeah. that. Because I, I like the idea of sharing photos, but I don't want yeah. it to be about validation and I don't want it to be like for uh, everyone to see necessarily. So like, right, right, right. I, I like this vibe. That's a very, very good tip. So thank you, Jen. And then looking into our Discord, I found a couple of cool mm. pieces of book news. Um, oh, so <laughs> this person in our Discord who's called Goose is like my one of my favorite people on our Discord. They helped us find out when we... Uh, when we originally talked about the peach hair. So thank oh, you, Deuce. Yes. But the, they also shared this in our Discord. Um, they said, listening to the recent episode and hearing about the book truck, I just remembered this upcoming game. It's a cute indie game where you run a tiny portable bookshop for all of us who want to live the book truck dream but won't be able to. It's oh, called yes. Tiny Bookshop. I think we've heard yeah. about this. I feel like I've we... heard of it. I think I might have sent you the trailer yeah. for it. Yeah, because it rung a bell when I saw that. I was like, wait, I know about this game. But now I'm like, we should get that game. That seems yeah. like a good Switch game for us to play. And then totally. the other piece of news came from Ryan, who let us know that there's going to be a TV show on Apple TV for the uh, book Dark Matter by Blake Crouch, which I'm like, oh, yeah, finally, this book is like the most one of the most cinematic, like perfect for adaptation types of books I've ever read. And right. I love that book when I read it a few years ago. So it stars um, Jennifer Connelly and Joel Edgerton. So pretty good cast as well but yeah it'll be on apple tv which hmm. i don't have apple tv so that'll be tough that'll be tough but i want to watch <laughs> it okay and then this last one was a kind of a book recommendation that i thought would be good for you and i and for our listeners oh. so this is from on our discord uh zoster toaster very cool name <laughs> And they say, I'm currently reading A Memory Called Empire, and it is so good. Have you all read it? It feels like a mashup of sci-fi and dark academia. The characters are powerful, mm. and the book utilizes an interesting plot device to keep the lore dumping some sci-fi books can fall into from being overwhelming. One of the characters has an imago or Im Im imago i don't know how to say that uh, essentially mm -hmm. a device that transmits someone's consciousness into your brain so we learn a lot about the setting by experiencing another human's consciousness alongside the main character which that sounds so cool i'm like wait that sounds kind of dark um kind of black mirror -y a little bit it's called a memory yeah. called empire um i'm not sure who the author is but i thought that that sounded really interesting if anybody wants well, a cool sci-fi book there you go really cool yeah i'm looking at it now 
Who's the author? The author is Arcady Martin. Okay. Seems cool. Pretty cool. Seems like cool. <laughs> well, very cool. Good job. Nailed the mailroom once Hell again. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for watching this episode. Another one in the books. Yeah. Uh, on our way to five years. We haven't oh really talked gosh. about that, but uh, it's this coming. will be... In October will be our five-year anniversary, so yeah. just every time that we finish another episode, I'm like, how have we been doing this for so long? It's shocking. I love it. We're lucky. We're lucky yeah. peeps. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. Whatever you choose to do is great. Mm -hmm. And um, if you want to support the podcast, there's three ways that you could do that. Ooh. Number one, you could share it. You could tell someone about it. Spread the good word. Number two, you could join our Patreon. This is the biggest thing that you could do um, because it's that monthly ongoing support that makes this whole ship run. And then the third option is checking out our merch. We currently have bookmarks available. We still, I think, have some ball caps. Maybe you want to start getting ready for spring. Mm -hmm. And we have some new stuff coming soon. So you can take a little look there see what we got yeah. but yeah we're also excited for merch because we've got some new things on the pipeline yeah and they're so exciting we haven't had like a proper merch growth moment it's in true. a while yeah we've kind of left it by the wayside a little bit but it's coming yeah we didn't do that much new merch in 2023 and we've got some really good plans for 2024 so we're really excited to share those when they're ready but there you go thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next week bye, bye.